Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Cross-court pass to O'Neal. Go and catch, drive, kicks to Donovan. Catch and shoot, Donovan Mitchell for three, no good. Offensive rebound, Rudy. Back cut, Donovan at the rim, rises high and packs it. Woohoo! 107-105, Jazz by two, inbound to O'Neal. Rudy's at the basket. Rudy will dunk unguarded, the Jazz will win it 109-105. There's David Locke on the call as the Utah Jazz beat the Denver Nuggets on Sunday for their fifth straight win. They've got the... Pelicans tonight, and again on Thursday, chance to get six in a row tonight. PK, that was a good win on the road, but did it tell you more about the Jazz, or did it tell you more about the Nuggets? Or did it tell you a lot about both? Uh, I didn't tell me anything that I didn't already know. What I expected, actually. It confirmed. It played out the way I thought. Sure, if you want to use confirm, yeah. I don't think Denver's nearly as good as they were last year. I think the Jazz are a little bit better. I think they're better than Denver. They're certainly better than Denver right now. And so now they start, what, six games in a row at home. Lakers start seven games in a row on the road. Oh, man. By the time we get to Valentine's Day, do I hear first place? Ah, Well, I guess also have to keep an eye on the Clippers because the Jazz are third, but I get your point. They're 1-0 against the Clippers. Why do I worry about them? Get out of town. The Lakers are 7-0 on the road. They're not coming home 14-0, right? I don't think so. That would be very LeBron-ish if they did. All right, Jazz back at it tonight, 6 o'clock with the pregame show. First tip at 7 o'clock. Jake Scott, Tim Lacombe here at 6, David Locke and Ron Boone at 7. The game's on AT&T Sportsnet and NBA TV. Hashtag NBA. Four seconds to go. Lowry into the paint. Floats it up with one hand and gets it to go. Great execution by Kyle Lowry. Great clock management. Draymond catches, handoff Curry. Curry backs up, takes a deep three over Davis. It's good! Curry makes it 115 to 110 with a minute five to go. He's got 26. Harden's got it. Three on the way. No good, too strong. Harden his own rebound. Out to the red. Open three. Gone! OKD on the offensive rebound by the Beard. And the Nets take a two-point lead with 34 seconds to go. Busy day for the NBA on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And the holiday capped off by some of the games you heard there on TNT with Kevin Durant hitting a three with 36 seconds left. The Nets beat the Bucks 125-123 as the Bucks take a couple of bad shots uh, right at the end of the game. And the Warriors beat the Lakers 115-113. Lakers were up 19 at one point. They're up 11 going to the fourth. They were still up seven with five minutes left, and they just messed that thing up at the end of the game, PK. Yeah, they did. Lost that 15-point lead there. For whatever reason, LeBron James is like 0-3 against the Warriors on MLK Day, if that makes any sense. it really Difference. doesn't. It really doesn't <laughs> seem to make any sense at all. It's a Going weird back trend. Going those days with uh, Cleveland. So, yeah, and the Lakers, you know, everyone has a recipe for winning in this league, you know, depending on what team you are and who you have. And the Lakers, they pretty much need big games most of the time from LeBron and Anthony Davis. And LeBron didn't have one of his games that he normally has. He was okay, 
Uh, but then you get somebody else like a, a Patch Hall and Oubre. Those guys played well. And by well, we always mean scoring. That's what a oh he played well. Okay, that means he meant he scored and the ball went in the basket with some level of frequency, right? And so that's what happens with the Warriors. Now the the Nets thing, you know, watching that game, uh, man, James Harden, he is so prolific offensively. There's just no doubt about it. And now he's motivated again. You know, you, they, they really have a good opportunity to do something there in the East, I think. And I was thinking about Kyrie Irving as I was watching that game because that game was on television before the Laker-Warrior game. And I'm thinking, when Kyrie comes back, I give him two weeks. And if he can't blend in, I send him home. Are they better with Kyrie? He's the talent, but, man, you watched him play last night and you think, how's Kyrie going to improve this? The third guy is just going to take possession and shots away from these other two guys. And he always- oh, he can and help him, I believe. But if he comes in and is a problem, then I just say go home. There's a stat on the Lakers I didn't know. I guess it makes sense. I'm just surprised it's happened. The Lakers are now 0-4 when their two stars are held below 20 points. And the surprising thing about that stat is I didn't know there were four games where they both had been below 20 points. I saw those two guys pretty much, you know, roll into the arena and get their 20. Was that this year or including the time last year? I didn't hear that specified. I assumed it was this year, but I don't know. It could have been last year because it seemed like a lot. You're right, so maybe it does go back to last year. Uh, Other games, uh, other teams in the West, you know, you wonder how good they are. The Mavericks lose to the Raptors. The Mavs are under 500 right now, 6-7, and the Suns got beat by the Grizzlies, 108-104. The Suns are running fourth in the West. They are 7-5. and five. They're a game and a half behind the Jazz. A Rockets well, the gri- are 4-8 after losing the Bulls. Go ahead. The Grizzlies now mm-hmm. have won five in a row like the Jazz, the two hottest teams in the league. And that has gotten the Grizzlies up to 7-6, and six, same record as the Warriors. So there is, uh, what is it, one half game separating fourth and eighth. And it's, uh, I think, a full game uh, from 4th to ninth. So, a lot of teams bunched up there. Chance for the Jazz at home. You were talking about the Jazz versus the Lakers, but the Jazz versus all the teams behind them, a chance to get some separation. They got a, got a five-game win streak, and they got six in a row at home. So I uh, That's not me. I, I don't look behind. I look ahead. Yeah, there it is. Uh, other news, uh, Blazers. C.J. McCollum is going to miss at least the next four weeks. Additional testing revealed a small fracture in his left foot and a midfoot sprain. He left the win over the Hawks on Saturday at halftime. There's a left foot sprain. He's going to be out a week, but they, they found the small fracture, so now it's going to be a month. Well, that's a significant blow to them. Yes. Blazers 8-6, uh, and six, two games over five hundred right now, and they're going to have to go without him now for a month. And the Cleveland Cavaliers looking to trade or release former first-round pick Kevin Porter Jr. after he had a screaming match with team officials after his locker was moved to an auxiliary area to accommodate new teammate Torian Prince. He reportedly threw food during the outburst. That's not good. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Utah State back at it tonight facing Colorado State in the spectrum. 7 o'clock. Big game, PK, after the Aggies got two wins over the Aztecs. Now they turn around and get the Rams. Boise State, CSU, San Diego State, and Utah State looked like the big four. Now that CSU split two games at San Diego, now that the Aggies swept two games of the Aztecs at home, 
Uh, we'll pair the big four down to the big three. These are two critical games here for the Aggies. Eliminate the Rams. Make it the big two so that you and Boise State in the race for the regular season title. Okay. Yeah, sounds good to me. Colorado State's 10-3. They are 7-1 in the league, and the Aggies are 11-3 and 8-0 and in the league. Scotty G's got... Scotty G's got the pregame at 6.30, and first tip is at 7 o'clock. At Sad News PK, former BYU assistant coach and former interim coach, uh, Don Engel passed away. Uh, COVID, there'd been some news, he'd gone on a respirator, and then uh, his son tweeting out the news uh, yesterday. That was before you were on the beat. Did you get to know him very well? Or was he no, gone? No, no, I mean, I talked gone. to him. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't say we were like yeah. I know some of the other guys. Right. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I just leave that with Rick and the docs. And because of the protocol, we don't. it's a no-brainer from the coach's family. You don't have to think about it. You just have to go forward and make sure you have an answer if he's there and an answer if he's not there. Uh, I can't tell you from a medical standpoint where he's at. I mean, I don't know that. So uh, that's their decision. And That's Chiefs coach Andy Reid talking about Patrick Mahomes' status. He had to leave the game during the playoff game, and Chad Henney had to come in and finish it. So, concussion protocol. What are they going to have to say about Mahomes playing against the Bills? Um, The doctors say if he can go, he goes. If he can, he doesn't. Then they have to figure out how to win with Chad Henney. He's got more career interceptions than he does touchdowns. Bills and Chiefs in the AFC title game. Bucks and Packers in the NFC title game. Packers, PK, and then the other one, let's wait to find out who's quarterback in the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't know that you. I don't know what Vegas is doing on this. I don't know if you have any line with KC uh, because obviously Mahomes makes a significant difference. He's probably the most significant difference of anybody in the league, I would think. Uh, as good as I guess you have to look at the quality of the backup and the good thing about Henny he's been around was he like a 13 year veteran yeah so uh, and that was a genius move by Andy Reid then if that's what it comes to to put Henny in there in the last week of the season uh, Mahomes didn't play and get him get him some kind of not that he needs experience but more than just experience playing time so uh, we'll just have to see I mean obviously I hope he plays I don't care who wins any of these games it doesn't matter to me but I want to see the best players out there. And obviously Mahomes is one of the best, if not the best. And then, yeah, I would go Packers uh, a little bit. But I, I think Tampa Bay was set up for this very thing. You know, it wasn't really about the regular season. They got so many veteran guys. And, and Brady, it's it's just remarkable just what he's doing. And so I'm certainly not ruling them out, but I would think that the Packers would be uh, a little bit of a favorite. And then we'll see how many times the ball's on the ground. What difference that makes. If it's multiple times like it was for the Saints, it can usually make a difference. And you have zero like the Buccaneers had. Obviously, that can make a significant difference. Just just, uh, Kyle Whittingham looking at that game thinking, well, of course. He always preaches turnovers and 4 nothing is pretty dramatic. It really is, yeah. Packers are favored by 3.5 over the Bucs. The Chiefs are favored by 2.5 over the Bills. Uh, I guess people are betting on that, but good luck figuring out if Mahomes is going to go or not. It seems seems like a massive deal. You stay away from that till you know. Right. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. 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 Hashtag N
Hashtag college football. Based upon what we know, it is clear that Coach Pruitt did not adequately promote an atmosphere of compliance and or monitor the activities of the coaches and the staff who reported to him. Accordingly today, Athletic Director Fulmer and I agree that we have no choice but to move forward with terminating Coach Pruitt. That's Tennessee's chancellor right there on the reason for Pruitt's firing. And then the A.D. Fulmer, who used to be the coach and won the national title there 22 years ago. Uh, he's stepping away, too, so they're cleaning house at Tennessee, expecting major NCAA violations. Although Pruitt's lawyer is already out there saying, no due process, you are just uh, you didn't give him a chance to answer to this, and you uh, are just looking for a reason not to pay out the rest of his contract, and you want him gone. So... The lawyers will wrestle over that. Tennessee football will stagger forward. Not what it was in the glory days, PK, and now it's a complete reset. Well, he didn't win enough. I mean, Sean Miller over there is still keeping his job. He's gotten the multiple NCAs, Sweet 16s, Elite 8s in Arizona. It sounds like the same thing. So I wonder if uh, Pruitt, not so much this season because it was a funky season, but had had a 10-2 season here like the year before. I don't know. Maybe they still would have fired him. I'm not close to the Tennessee situation, nor do I care. Uh, But you wonder if his record would have had more W's than it did. Would they have uh, worked through this thing as they seem to do with the basketball guys? I'm looking at you, Bill Self. I'm looking Mm -hmm. at you, Sean Miller, and these guys who've won a fair amount of ball games, you know, and they've been able to just – uh, even though there's all this uh, chaos going around the program and assistants have been fired, if not indicted, uh, and they still keep their jobs. Meanwhile, Tennessee's not in the SEC title game, and they got a terrible record against George Auburn and Alabama. Really yeah. not all that good against Florida either, I guess. It's, right. They're, right. Not, on, they're right. not in the top tier of the SEC. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State, good season, and underclassmen going to the pros, as you'd expect. Justin Fields, the quarterback, is entering the NFL draft. Uh, he's going to be joined by Tommy Togiai from the uh, Togiai from the uh, defensive line, Wyatt Davis from the offensive line. We'll see if more Buckeyes are going. But uh, time to reload again at Ohio State. Well, at quarterback, they got a kid named Jack Miller who happened to play his ball, high school ball, in Phoenix, Arizona. All right. No, not really. <laughs> no, not for you. you. Got Chris Olave coming back, that star receiver. So he's a San Diego kid. He is. Yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The New York Mets fired their general manager, Jared Porter, this morning after an ESPN report that uh, he sent explicit, unsolicited texts and images to a female reporter in 2016 while working for the Cubs. He acknowledged having sent the numerous texts, said, uh, the more explicit ones are not of me, those are like kind of like joke stock images. <laughs> That's funny. No, really not. So he's out. <laughs> Former, yeah, he ahead. was the assistant GM for the Diamondbacks. Mm. Former Cubs star John Lester has a one-year deal with the Washington Nationals. Lester's thirty-seven now. Career postseason ERA two point five one. He's got one hundred ninety-three career wins, closing in on two hundred. And the Nationals, who had that uh, Cinderella run, it was awesome. Everything fell into place and. Now, how do they how do they get back into the postseason and get it going? Last year was a mess for them, but short year, write it off. Putting Lester in the rotation ought to help. 
Yeah, when you've got uh, Strasburg and yep. Scherzer up at the top. So obviously he's not going to be up at the top. We'll see if he still has something. What is trending? Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, joins us at 830. Will Gillery from The Athletic covers the New Orleans Pelicans. will give us a lowdown on the next two games. We'll talk with him coming up at 9 o'clock. It's the Jazz and the Pelicans tonight. More on the Jazz win over the Nuggets coming up next. Stay with us.